When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by the Women's Philanthropy at Indiana University. The Women's Philanthropy aspires to foster an ecosystem of inclusive philanthropy that creates transformational change for all at Indiana University by bringing leaders together, providing connections, relationships, learning experiences, and opportunities to give time, talent, and treasure. They catalyze meaningful impact here at Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana. Curious about the women's philanthropy at Indiana University? I encourage you to visit iufoundation.iu.edu. I'm a graduate of IU, graduating back in 2002. And I'm back for a reunion and the Little 500 bicycle race that was launched in 1951. It's in its 71st year. And every April on a Friday, there's the women's race, and the next day on a Saturday is the men's race. And it's an amazing, amazing event. And it's all around philanthropy. And if I learned anything at Indiana University, it's the value of friendships and philanthropic efforts. If you're philanthropic, you will live a more fulfilled life. And I learned that being the vice president of the Indiana University Student Foundation. It was a group of 23 of us, and we're still close today. But we learned so many real-life skills from running an organization just like a business, learning how to network and be around people, working in teams. I mean, it's, those are the traits that we carry on for the rest of our lives. And going back to networking, this is where I learned how to network in addition to the value of philanthropy. So it's so special to be back at the race this weekend, April 22nd, 2022, for my 21st reunion here and interviewing these phenomenal women of all walks of life, all different ages that answer the question, what would you tell your 20-something self? So sit back, relax, and just listen about the advice and the wisdom that they share because there are some beautiful, beautiful messages. Hi, my name is Corey Wren. I graduated in 2000. And the advice I would give my 21-year-old self, uh, if I would take it as a 21-year-old self, would be to uh, be ready for things ahead and uh, pack your own snacks because you can't rely on someone else to bring something that uh, brings you joy or gets you through the day. So make sure that you do that for yourself. Um, and that would be it. And Corey, I take it you're a mom. I am a mom, yes. Hence the snack comment. Hence the snacks. Yep, you can't, can't rely on mom to bring your snacks. You got to bring your own. Yeah, although um, I brought my mom to the race this weekend <laughs> and she brought some snacks. I'm Linda Heath and my advice is to not sweat the small stuff. Just go out and have fun because things always work out. That is great advice. So you live life on the sunny side. 
Yeah, absolutely. Have you always been on the positive? <laughs> no, but I, I taught kindergarten. I taught um, elementary school for 22 years. My last 10 years was in a kindergarten class, and the kindergartners taught taught me how to be creative and to be cheerful always, and to spread kindness. So that's what I learned from from 10 years of teaching kindergarten. Hi, my name's Penny Gaither. I graduated from IU in 73 with a bachelor's, in 75 with a master's, in 76 with a specialist degree, and in 79 with a doctorate, all in education. So Penny, what advice would you give your 20-something self? Well, one of the first thing I would one of the first things that came to mind was don't limit yourself. Um, explore possibilities. You know, no one should define what you do except you. When I was growing up, what I heard was you can be a teacher or a nurse. And since I fainted or thought I would at the sight of blood, teaching was what I thought I had to do. And I started there, but I wound up spending my life doing more consulting than I did teaching, although I did teach here at IU for about eight years. So anyway, that was the first thing that comes to mind. Well, the second thing, the second thing is really a, a personal thing I encourage people to do is when you, after you've left home, uh, when you go back and visit, never leave without hugging your parents and telling them how much you love them. Um, a lot of times at that age, they don't, they don't think they're needed anymore, and it means the world to them that you do that. I lost my father at 21 when I was 21, and the, day, the last time I saw him, for, I did make a big deal. I, when I was leaving, I went back in the house maybe 10 times. I forgot stuff. I was just being funny, and because I, I really didn't want to leave, and I didn't know it was the last time I was going to see him. And he was only 52. So I just tell people, don't ever miss the chance to tell those you love how you feel. Don't change your name every time you change husbands. People can't find you. <laughs> I've only, I only did it once, but I only changed my name once. But um, I was quick when I left that situation. I was quick to change it back. And I've been, my husband and I now have been married 40 years this year, so I, I wasn't a perpetual changer of husbands. But I, I just think it's important that you acknowledge who you are, where you came from, and if you, unless your name is something you've always hated, keep it. Because it's really part of your identity. This is the real advice I give any young person. It's just, you're enough. You're enough. Don't stop worrying. You're enough, just like you are. And as soon as you believe that, everything else will take care of itself. Lori McRobbie. Lori, it's a pleasure to have you. I know you're doing some philanthropic work. Yes, yes. That really became my passion when I became uh, First Lady back in 2007. And it was, as much as anything, it was the women who were already coalescing around the colloquium and at the foundation who wanted greater level of engagement with the university. And I saw an opportunity to put that passion into Indiana University and to get more women uh, engaged in helping to shape the future of the university. So Lori, tell us how it feels when you pass the baton to a female president. 
Oh, well, I, you know, it's, I, I have loved saying that I was succeeded by a man. <laughs> uh, it's wonderful to see that kind of progress being made. And it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, IU, other universities have, have made that move and it was, it was time. I'm glad it didn't happen 14 years ago when my husband was selected as the 18th president, but I think it's wonderful and it's a great way to start IU's third century. So Lori, what advice would you give your 20-something self? Well, I, my advice, and this is going to sound a little flip maybe, but my advice is, you know, at that age, you probably have a sense of what you love and you might have some ideas of what you'd like to do but you don't know how to go about doing it. You don't, there isn't somebody there to mentor you in that area. So, and this is advice I wish I had had and followed, which is that if you know you want to move in a particular direction, you have a set of talents, uh, and you don't see a person out there who is just available to you to help, go find them. Go find them. And how you do that is simply to start asking people to, to tell you how did they, people who are doing things that you think are similar to what you might like to do, you're not sure, but ask them to tell the, tell you about themselves. Do information interviews, you know, and no obligation. You're not necessarily looking for a mentor. If one, if one emerges from that, great. You're just trying to get that those those little encouragements, and you will find them. So don't give up on what you really love to do because you know there just doesn't seem to be a path open you can you can make that path happen mm-hmm. Laura you say that so eloquently because people are afraid to ask fear of rejection but for me that power of networking you never know what's going to come out of it which is the beauty of it that's that's right and you do have to take a leap of faith this is as I say this was me when I was that age thinking I wanted to go in certain directions but I was I was afraid I was afraid of sounding stupid if I ask those questions, like I should know. Well, you shouldn't know. It's obviously very much okay not to know, and there's a lot of power in in being willing to ask. Yes, yes. I asked 21 years ago a woman to mentor me, and she was on the Indiana University board, and she's here today, and we're dear friends. that good for you, see? A living example. Yes. That's wonderful. So, and here you are doing this, which is just terrific. Well, it's a pleasure to speak with you, Lori, and I hope we stay in touch. I do too. Thank you. Thank you. Molly, before we start, your husband Chad, we were striking up a conversation, and I can tell he's a huge champion of you. And it was very heartwarming, and he said, My wife would love to do this. I said, Well, let's sign her up. So, Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. And what year did you graduate? I graduated in, in 2000. You did? Yes. Okay. Yes. I was right after you, mm-hmm. 2002. Yes. And um, we moved here to Bloomington. I'm not from here. And when we moved here, it was for my husband to go to grad school. And we thought we'd just be here for a few years. And now, what, about 16 years later, we are still here and we love it. Can't picture being anywhere else. It has has my heart. Even just driving in, the tears started rolling down my face, you know? It's great to be back. It's a special place. So, Molly, let's Mm -hmm. uh, re-turn the hands of time. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give your 20-something self? Hmm. At 20, I would tell myself that my actions and my words have more power than I think they do. Um, I think at 20, women... They think they need to learn more and they need to do more and have more experience. And while that, I mean, 
you know, improving is good and learning is good, but at that time, taking action, you can make change in the world at any age. You absolutely can, mm -hmm. right? Your voice can be heard and put it towards good, mm -hmm. right? It's true, it's true. And I mean, if you see a change that needs to be made or an issue that needs to be addressed, acting can make a huge impact at that point. And everyone can make a small step toward a bigger change over time. So I'm curious, was there a time in your 20s where you didn't think your voice was heard or you wish you would have spoken up? I think especially when I look today at policies and um, rules that I feel strongly about, um, I think during that time a lot of those policies are made by politicians and I knew nothing about that and I was young and was learning and didn't think that my voice meant as much as someone else's. And what I have learned is that by, even if you don't want to go into politics, calling your representative and calling your senator and telling them your thoughts, that, that's what brings about change. Voting helps, and obviously everybody should vote, but everyone should know that you need to go beyond voting as well and let your elected officials know how you feel about issues that you care about. Mary Pawaga Anderson, you're back at IU for your 30th college reunion. And it is good to see you because 21 years ago, you and I met when I was a grad, or was graduating, and I asked you a question. Would you be my mentor? And you said yes. And here we are, 21 years later, Mayor. It's so exciting. Yeah. And We're it's moms. A, and it's a great day in Bloomington. It's so beautiful. We've come a long way. Yeah. We're, we're moms. We're both moms at like an older age. Older age. Two girls. We yes, have two, two girls. girls. You know, it's all about the girl power. That's right. And I told you that Jim's back home for the daddy-daughter dance. Yeah. So it's all about the girls and girl power. Yes. And you went through a career reinvention recently. I did. Leading. After 23 years, um, the majority of my career was at the people brands, specifically people and Espanol. Um, and I just decided, I think that the pandemic really had some deep thoughts for everyone. And I took a little bit of a career shift. It was a, a kind of a different um, avenue. It's working at Oracle. So media to tech. Yes, ad tech. Um, all about data, but still in that kind of sales capacity. So it, the division I'm in is Oracle Advertising. Um, and so it's really exciting. I'm ex and I'm just kind of excited for this new adventure. You know, it's not going to be 23 years, but if it's two years, four years, whatever it is, it's just I'm so excited to learn um, all about that ad tech category. You're going to love it. And that's another thing we have in common because I went from, you know, Leo Burnett Starcom back in the day, a couple iterations to Microsoft and being a woman in tech. So look at us. We're, we're carrying through together. Yeah. <laughs> so Mary, what advice would you give your 20 something self? Um, I think the first word that comes to mind is breathe. You know, there was a lot of panic. You know, will I ever get a great job, will I ever be able, be able to afford my first condo? Um, you know, it, it was all kind of this like panic. And it's just breathe because everything works out the way it's supposed to be. You know, it's all kind of supposed to, it's, it was all meant to be. That's how you kind of have to think about it. Um, and I also think though, that young 20 something is to travel. Like, take the trips that you want to take. 
go far, go bold. Um, you know, don't even now, even here we are in Bloomington, you, you know, as we're coming up to these reunions, all these people are canceling for different reasons, you know, and maybe they're afraid to come or maybe, you know, things at families in the way, which is understandable, but go on those trips. Like, don't be afraid to take them and also don't be afraid to travel by yourself. Because I, I think you kind of, you know, discover new things as well. And submersing yourself in cultures is so important for your own growth, but to also appreciate other people out there in this world. Yes. Yeah, so it is important, especially as we kind of turn this corner into this new COVID reality. Um, you know, don't be afraid to really kind of take that jump and leap and, you know, to go to those places that you've been dying to go, whether it's Chile or Colombia or Poland. I mean, there's so much to see. And I think in that young 20-something, you, you maybe focus so much on work and your career and advancing that I, I think take some time to really you know, kind of decompress a little bit. So Amy, it's a pleasure to have you because you are on the Women's Philanthropy Board. Yes. So thank you for your service. And the Women's Philanthropy is sponsoring this podcast. So thank you for your partnership. Absolutely. So Amy, you went to school here and you graduated when again? I graduated in 1994. 1994. Yeah. So if we were to turn back the hands of time, what advice would you give your 20-something self? Probably two pieces of advice. So the first one, I just came to the realization today walking in here with my own 20-something daughter, I would tell myself to have more fun. I was so focused and so ambitious at the time. I just, you know, should probably have had a little bit more fun when I was here and spread my wings a little bit more and gone out more and hung out with friends. So when I look back, I really feel like I missed out a little bit at the time on you know, all the, the super fun stuff. So that would be part of it. And then the second part, more career-wise, I think I would have told myself to just play bigger. Like, lean, when, when I was leaning in to just realize, like, I could have played bigger at the time. I could have maybe spoken up a little bit more or had a bigger voice around the table. What do you and think so, held you back? I think it was probably just, you know, wanting to let others speak or lift others up or just feeling unsure or maybe not as confident as I, you know, I always was one to kind of sit back and get the lay of the land. And so, you know, I, I really wish I would have played bigger sometimes and just taken more risks, maybe more chances to, you know, I had something to say. I had opinions and I, I really wished, you know, looking back, what I tell people now who are in their 20s and starting out their careers is you have a voice, use it. And you can play bigger than you think you can. So that's what I would have told myself. I like what you said about taking a risk because it's about failing forward and it's learning yeah. from those mistakes and growing. For sure. And just challenging yourself to, to put yourself out there. And, you know, now that I'm older and in my career and looking back, I want younger people, like I want to hear from them. I want their perspective and I want their ideas. And so... I want them to play bigger, too. Yeah, so yeah. if I were to summarize what you just said, this weekend you're going to make up for lost time. I'm going to find... <laughs> I'm going to have fun. I'm going to find you on Kirkwood, <laughs> and I'm not only going to see you, but I'm going to hear you. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, Perfect. Amy, thank you, and we have a, the pleasure of uh, your daughter being here with yeah. you today. So, Sophia. Hello. Hi. So you attend IU right now. I am. I'm an undergrad. Undergrad, you're mm -hmm. a 20-something. I am a 20-something. So if you were going to give yourself some advice today, 
what would what advice would you give yourself um kind of going off what my mom just said taking risks um I think my biggest piece of advice would be check to see if the parking zones are actually you're actually allowed to park there uh me and my mom are picking up my car from the tow yard after the race um <laughs> uh where did you park oh it was I should have known. I should have known it was going to be illegally parked. Um, but with that, don't be afraid to make mistakes. As long as you have that support circle, somebody's going to drive you to the tow yard. That's right. You'll learn from your mistakes, right. and you told the truth. I always tell the truth. Oh, she would find out. I'm not that good of a liar. Yeah, but to always be truthful. Oh, yes, always be truthful. Tell your parents the truth. She's nodding. That's good. Good. Any other words of wisdom, Sophia? No, again, really just check those those toe zones for sure. Thank you. Uh, I love it. Thank you. Of course. I am Amy Dreyer, and I graduated in 2001. Amy, it is ecstatic to be with you because we are dear, dear friends. Yes. We met at IU. Yes. We were on steering committee together senior year. Yes. Some of the best years of our lives. Yes, absolutely. Teaching us things, life skills we didn't even know we were learning when right. we were juniors and seniors in college. Yeah, exactly. And the world was our oyster, <laughs> and we've remained so close ever since. <laughs> yes, and such I'm a blessing. So honored to have you here today at the Women's Philanthropy Tent. Yes, thank you. I'm at, honored to be here. At the Little 500. And, uh, you know, it's funny I'm asking you for advice because back in the day you set me up with a guy and you said, he's a nice guy, <laughs> but I wouldn't date him. Oh, and you tossed no. him to me. <laughs> And here I am asking you about advice again. And here you are, and you're going to take my advice I'm gonna, again. I'm going to take it to heart. <laughs> so here we are, 21 years later. Amy, what advice would you tell your 20-something self? Yes, well, that is a great question. I would say that there is so much value in prioritizing relationship. And I think that I hustled a lot in my 20s, and I really didn't take time to invest in um, the people around me. And so I just I just think those relationships, those friendships that you um, make in your 20s, thankfully um, I have your friendship. Likewise. But, um, but just really being curious about what others are doing, asking questions and, you know, listening more to, to others. And I think that really um, takes a lot of humility to be interested in what others are doing. Yes, the value of relationships is so important and to take the time. You know, it's not so much making the time for the call or it is making time for the call. It's not just waiting until you're free, but really carving out time for the people you value and to keep those relationships alive. Yes, absolutely. I think it's being intentional about um, the people around you and just really pouring into those relationships because that will um, just be a huge blessing later on in life. And time flies, right? Time yes. flies when we're having fun. Time flies when we hustle. Yes. Definitely. So it's important to smell those roses and hug the people that you love tight. Absolutely. And I think just that value of margin, creating margin in your life to, to make time for those, those moments and those special relationships. And now you're a mom. You're a mom to four handsome boys. Yes, I am. Passing on this great advice. <laughs> yes, they are wonderful. They are such a blessing. And, um, yeah, it's fun to to just parent them and um, watch them grow. So any other words of wisdom for us? Oh man, I would just say, um, 
yeah, just that that humility, that that posture of humility, and really putting others first, um, and and just taking time for relationships. Yeah. And I think also not being um, afraid to make a change. And I know, Gail, you you um, guide people in this all the time, but just really uh, being able to um, follow your path, but then recognize that it it could change, and that's okay, and that those pivots are um, are just part of the process. Well, Amy, I'd be remiss not to say that you're the one that coined seasons of life. Mm-hmm. And it really mm-hmm. spoke to me when I had, you know, two, a two-year-old and a newborn in the house. I said, ah, this is a season of life. And life isn't a linear line. And yes. you know that best. You had a great mm-hmm. job at Nike and Adidas and worked for, I think, Totes. Yes. Yep. And your, and your family's company. Yeah, to definitely. now lead ministry. So you've had some reinventions yourself. And I think with each each role, um, there's just there are just incredible blessings that go along with, with each of those. And so just embracing that season that you're in and being able to um, just take on the challenges that are presented to you and and being able to um, just enjoy that, that process. Well, I'm looking forward to reliving our youth this weekend here yes. at Indiana University, and uh, we're back home again. So, Amy, I love you and thank you. I uh, love you too, Gail. A special thank you to the Women's Philanthropy at Indiana University for sponsoring today's podcast and bringing together these women to answer the question, what would you tell your 20-something self? I didn't realize I'd get emotional and that some of the women's messages would make me cry and make my heart feel so fulfilled. But being back on campus is invigorating. It takes me back in time. I liken it to the fountain of youth. It keeps me young, but I have such fond memories here. And truly, in addition to how you know my parents brought up my brother and I, going to college here is a part of my roots and also taught me valuable lessons and molded me into the woman I am today. The three key takeaways from today's conversations with the lovely women within the Women's Philanthropy Group that I spoke with today are, one, no matter your age, hug your parents. They still want to feel needed and wanted by their children and tomorrow's never promised to us. Two, have more fun. Study and of course get good grades, but be sure to breathe more and enjoy college life because it flies by in an instant, and once you graduate, college becomes a fond memory. And third, treasure the friendships you made in college and make it a point to keep in touch. Find time to reconnect with those special people you bonded with during your formative years. Pick up the phone this week and give someone a call from your college days and just say, hey, I was thinking of you. I was thinking about this one time we did whatever member you want to share and share a few laughs, either in person or over the phone, because oh, those bonds are so strong. And those college bonds are so tight and last a lifetime. And after all, we all networked in college to find our dear friendships. So we need to keep those relationships alive forever while continuing to nourish and grow those relationships now that we're in the real world and beyond. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you reminisced about your universities, whether it be undergrad or graduate, and you know, took a moment to 
Think about the past, but think about how that past of attending your university has affected you in a positive way. And give your sorority or fraternity brother a call, your friend from campus that you haven't talked to in a while. Give him a call. Set up a time to go give him a hug because I'll tell you, being face-to-face, being able to hug your friends again and people from your past that have helped mold you into the person you are today is so, so great. You can't replace a, a hug. You can't replace a handshake and looking someone eye to an eye and saying thank you and saying it's great to see you and it's great to be here. So from Indiana University, back home again, thank you and stay courageous. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.